Explain a little bit on how it is turning the page for you. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I don't fuck with 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 you, bro. You be talking too much shit about me on Twitter. Welcome to a brand new episode of my weekly podcast, What's Happening? I am your host, P-Line. You can listen on various platforms. We on Apple Podcasts, we on Google Podcasts, and we on Spotify as well. Like it, leave a comment, or you can share it. Just do something. Welcome to a brand new episode of my weekly podcast, What's Happening? I'm your host as always, P-Line. I'm glad to have everyone that joined the show today. I hope your week is off to a great start. And going into this weekend, I hope you stay safe. Be responsible. Because you know that's what we're doing here on What's Happening. We're going to encourage you to have a good time, but we want you to be safe. Because your family deserve you, man. They need you. They want you back home. And you should want to be back home with your family. We got a lot. We got a lot going on today. A lot going on today. We're going to talk. We're going to talk about a whole slew of things. The world and the fucked up places in. We got a whole bunch of shit going on. We got mass shootings. We got people licking the ice cream in the public stores. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, there's so much shit going on. And we just can't get a handle on it here as a country. We just can't get it right for some reason. I don't know why the greatest nation on this earth just can't get it right. I mean, you got people literally going out in public. Opening up food and licking it. Dude, is this social media, internet shit means that much to y'all? That y'all got to be out here doing all this bullshit? And then you got these motherfuckers senselessly killing people. And then you got ICE raiding these places, taking in 680 680 people into custody, separating them from their families. You had a little girl go on social media crying. She don't know what she's going to do. School finished, start back. I mean, this country is all over the place. The stock market, the war with China. We all over the place right now. But I'm going to start this podcast off by talking about this little story that it seems to me that ain't getting enough buzz. I don't know what it is. It just seems like it happened and it no, it's, no, it's on nobody's radar. It's like we, it, it's not generating enough conversation. It's not generate, generating 
enough commentary, not enough support. Young Miami, one of the rappers, one of the artists for City Girls, quality and control music got shot at somebody let off eight shots outside of Circle House Studios in Miami, Florida. I'm very familiar with Circle House Studios. I don't did a lot of music over there. But Young Miami an artist with the group City Girls, huh? JT, they up on the umbrella of quality control music. No one has said anything. Nothing. It's kind of quiet in the camp. Now, I kind of find that odd, don't y'all? Don't y'all find that kind of odd? That it's been so quiet. Over in that corner. I mean, this girl is a hit right now. She got it on fire. The city girl's flaming. Everybody talking about her. Them. But now, this situation happens where she got shot at eight times, leaving Circle House Studios, and it's quiet. No commentary. No one's asking any questions. No vocal support for her. Where are all the artists, you know, offering on social platforms their support for her? It's not there. You're not seeing the tweets. You're not seeing the love in Instagram important, the Instagram posts in support of her. And most mainly, I haven't heard her father-to-be of her unborn child say anything. And don't tell me it's because he's not social media inclined. Because when her and Kodak came out with a diss song for her, Kodak Black came out with a diss song for her, he stepped in the room. He stepped out there. First class. Got in front of that bullet. Even made a diss track. He was even practicing a diss track for Kodak. He stepped out there on the social platform. But he ain't said a word about this. To me, that's odd. You're not going to offer any support towards your unborn child mother? You soon to be a father? But you ain't offering no support, you know, on a public stance? I seem to think that's kind of hard. And don't tell me he's not one of the ones that, you know, will get out there on these social media platforms because I just told you. When Kodak Black made the diss and was talking about punching young Miami in the stomach and was talking about he knocked her down and all that right there, he stepped right out there and had something to say to Kodak. He even made a diss track. Told him this ain't pumping no nigga. And all this and all that. And when. And then in June. He made a public post about 
you know, his unborn child and their mother. A tribute to him. He did a tribute, social, publicly. But during this time, he don't say nothing. Now, I seem to think that's kind of odd. I do. Now, what is it? There's something happening over in that camp that somebody ain't touching. I'm jumping out there first. Did he have something to do with it? I mean, that's a legitimate question. Did he find out something that the rest of the world don't know? Is that baby his? Has he heard rumors? Did he catch somebody creeping? I mean, we can't test and see if he's the father yet because the baby hasn't been born. But is somebody in his ear saying, hey, man, you know, that ain't your baby. That's Kodak, baby. You know, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm just throwing it out there. Did he have something to do with that? It's the question. Because I find that kind of hard. You're speaking up for something. Now listen, I'm not a diss track guy. I'm never going to get on record. I'm never going to get on video and try to air my shit out in the public when it comes to real shit. You're never going to hear me talk about another male, but he already don't did that. He don't went on social media and don't did that with Kodak. You understand me? And it's this track. He don't did that. But I don't promote that. And I'm not saying go on social media and say anything about, you know, I fuck a bitch up. I don't know who it is. No, I'm not saying that. But just at least let us know your kids, your, your unborn child and your in 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 the mom is okay. Tell us you beefing up security for them. You know, tell us something. They all right. You know, we gonna have to. You know, you know, have you know better security in place for her. Some just you know, let us know that you behind them or in front of them, out front in out out front of them on this. I just thought it was odd, man. And I'm just going to put that out there. We talking about 808 Mafia. South Side, as they call him. 808 Mafia, South Side. I don't know, man. I'm just throwing it out there. But it's just kind of strange and funny. That's funny moves, man. You know, and it could very it could very well mean nothing and be nothing. But I just saying to find that strange and funny. Y'all let me know what y'all think. I had this conversation with a Trump supporter the other day, and it seems to be every time racism. Is always at the threshold when it comes to this guy, man. It's just always, you know, it's racial, motivated with this guy. Do I think he's a racist? Well, I never met the guy. I never had a conversation with him. I never sat down with him. I don't know the man from a can of beans. I don't. 
But if you ask me, do I think he, do I believe he's racist? I'm going to tell you, yeah. I'm leaning towards yes. Because, you know, his antics, his body language, his, you know, overness, his overness. There was a story back in 1973 that a housing authority of the U.S. Justice Department filed a lawsuit against the Trump administration, housing administration, for racially discrimination against African Americans. Back in 73, he settled the case. He settled the case. So that's his first stint with, you know, you know, this 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 racism thing. And then they 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 filed another lawsuit against him in 78. Now you don't have workers that don't been working with this man alongside this man that don't resign their position and came out on record and said the man was racist. Now these people don't had don't spent multiple times with him. Up close and personal. Been very personal with it. And don't said these things about him. Now listen. I'm going to believe the person that don't spend time with him. That don't have conversations with him. You know, on and off business. You know, about work relations and about personal. That don't have conversations with him. I'm going to believe those. Over a motherfucker that don't know. I am. They've been closer. And you, you know they always going to say. You know t- times are different. Things are different now man. You ain't got the same racism. I asked the Trump supporter, I'm like, well, listen, do you think right now if Trump compadres, the people that he rolled with, the people that he, you know, frequent, if you think they were trying to bring back slavery, do you think he'll speak up for blacks? Do you try to think he'll try to put a stop to it? Because I don't. I don't believe Trump would try to put a stop to slavery if everybody was leaning towards, yeah, let's enslave the African-Americans again. Would he try to put a stop for it? Would he go out on a limb and be that thumb and say, you know what? This ain't right. I'm not going for this. No, I don't think he would do that. And see, that's my point. That's a sign of a racist. Because I don't care who you are. What's wrong is wrong. I don't want to see no one suffer at the hands of someone else injusticely. There there need not to be no injustice movement when it comes to another human being I'm gonna stand up and say something it's just like a retarded kid or 
you know, a kid that can't, that's mentally not there, and you sitting over here bullying him, and I'm watching it. You can't speak up for yourself. I'm not gonna sit round. I'm not gonna sit there and let y'all do that to him. I'm gonna speak up. Trump is not gonna speak up. He's a racist, man. That's why he wouldn't. But if his people was in that predicament and all his friends was black and they were saying, let's let's do it to him. Fuck him. He wouldn't speak up. He would speak up then. That makes you racist. When you speak up for your own but won't speak up for someone else. Because everybody, they quick to throw this notion when you say racism and they take it back to slavery and think you're supposed to have been doing all this. You way you can't do that right now. The whole world watching. You can't do that. It's not the same. They are geniuses at masking this thing. Donald Sterling was too. He had players and he shook their hands. And, he even, and even back in the days, even on the racial farms, even on plantations. The ones that, you know, was of novelty that did something beyond what you think was possible. They invited them to the dinner. They shook their hands. Jackie Robinson was greeted differently. But they don't want you sitting there because bullshitting is worse than stealing, man. See, as long as you're stealing a petty thief, you okay. They'll just slap you on the hand. But when you stop bullshitting, they're going to try to put a stop to you then. Because they know your potential. They know your talent. They'll invite you to the table and shake your hand when you're doing some of novelty. But now I ain't going to invite you in that house. Where all the talk going on. Where the real talk is happening. Where they building and building and getting ahead and getting more advanced. They're not going for that. They're not letting you on that. They're not letting you inside the house. They'll let you at the table. When it's just a celebratory moment. I believe Trump is a racist. He got too much going on. Look at the country and where it's at right now. He's fighting with the China. He's fighting with the Mexicans. He's fighting with the African Americans. He was fighting with the Japans. You know, but he think the Russians are good, the Europeans. You see, you see what I'm saying? The Russians, the Europeans, he think they fine. The Japan, the Japanese, the Chinese, the Mexicans, the African American, he fighting with those. Y'all see these parallels? Do you see these parallels? I don't trust him. I think he'll racist. He will not come to the defense of an African-American or a Mexican community or the Chinese or the Japanese if there was something to involve with them doing injustice to him. And if his buddies, his partners, his comrades, his his elbow rubbers would say, hey, they huddled up. To, to form injustice against those. He ain't going to stand up and say, no, nah, man, we ain't going to do that. 
But if the shoe was all the way around, he'll stand up and say, nah, we ain't going to do that. That's a racist. That's a racist. Bullshitting is resting stealing. You see? Because see, stealing, you don't really need to have any talent. You don't need to have talent. All you got to do is wait for a bitch that ain't looking and get their shit. Soon as she turn her head, you know you grab it. Stealing. It's petty. They'll slap you on the wrist. But see, when you got talent, when you got resources, when you have a network, that's potential. And when you ain't using it, we call that bullshit. See, when you stop bullshit, they going to try to handle you, man. They going to try to handle you. They don't want you in them positions because you ain't bullshit no more. That's potential. When you're wasting it, we call that bullshit. But as long as you're stealing, it's just going to slap you in the hand because it's petty. They don't care nothing about it. LeBron James and Rich Paul. Clutch Sports. It's an agency that represents athletes when it's time to negotiate, when it's time to broker their contracts with these, you know, with the with the teams, with the franchise. You know, that's what an agent does. He helps broker a contract when you're when you get drafted by a team or when you go into free agency and you want to choose a team that you want to play at, the agent steps out in front and he helps broker the deal to get you the best deal possible. The NCAA just came out with a rule that says you need a bachelor's now to represent these players. They've been doing this shit for the longest, man. And now all of a sudden, Rich Paul, an African-American, is at the threshold and out front. As a sport agency, now they come up with this rule. The powers don't be, don't like it. That old ball club, that old club, the rich white folks, they don't like it, man. The NCAA just instituted a rule. They call it the Rich Paul rule. LeBron James high school buddy. He runs Clutch Sports. An agency that gets out front of the athletes and helps broker free agency or going in, or be represented going into the league as a college as a collegiate athlete. See, I just told you, man. As long as you stealing, a petty thief, they don't give a fuck. But as soon as you stop bullshit, they making rules after you. The Rich Paul rule. 
But all these other agencies that have been doing their thing for the longest, it was never required. But now, Clutch Sports had came to the forefront. Now it's required for you to have a bachelor's degree. They don't like what's been going on. How the players don't took over. They don't like that. And the agents are catering to the players. Now, if before they was catering to the owners. But now they catering to the players and saying, you know what? We're not going to let you control, you know what I'm saying? Where are we going to go? How are we going to go? The way we're going to talk, the way we're going to walk. We're not letting you do that. We're going to the team. And we're gonna, if we want to gang up on one team, we can do that. Because this is my services. And I want to play with this guy. Or I want to play with that guy. You see? Now you need a bachelor's degree. They just came out with this rule. They're calling it the Rich Paul rule. See, bullshitting is worse than stealing, man. As long as you're stealing, they'll just tap you on your wrist, man, and say, all right, go on. Because they don't take much talent. Because all it takes is for a person that ain't looking. And then you take their shit. You get their shit. But if you steal too much, if you pull off a heist, you know what I'm talking about? It ain't stealing then. See, that's a robbery. When you pull off a heist. It's a robbery. Because they know how petty stealing is. It's nothing. You know? But when you stop bullshit, they got to make rules after you, man. Bullshitting is worse than stealing. That's what I fucking said. You can't do it. If you got potential, if you got a network, if you got resources, all you got to do is put that work in. That's it. See, a person that has all those things and ain't doing nothing about it, we call that bullshit. Can you imagine? Listen, I was I, I was I was talking to, you know, I me- I remember one time I was talking to this dude. He was the weed man. This motherfucker never answered his phone. Never answered his phone at all. But you the weed man though. Now could you imagine you calling the rental car company and you trying to rent a car? And every time you call, they don't answer the phone. Now, I'm going to go out on the limb to say right now, they ain't going to be in business very long. That's bad business. You got to answer the phone. See, a weed man that don't never answer his phone, he got a whole bunch of problems. And mainly, what I don't come to realize a motherfucker that don't answer the phone, mostly it's whole problems. He got whole problems. That's what it is. He got his throat mama. He got his booty partner. And he got his sugar baby. You know, all of them. He don't lie to every one of them. 
all of them. And he don't know what he don't. He don't remember what he don't told him. So when that phone rang, he can't answer it because he don't know who it is. It could be a million dollar sale. And he can't answer the fucking phone because he with his throat mama right now. He, 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 and he don't know who the hell called him. A million dollars said he just missed it. He gonna be out of business. You can't do better. That's bad business, man. You the weed man. You gotta stay online. You can't listen. You can be a player on your own time, man. You the weed man. Answer your phone. Can you imagine the hotel company not answering the phone when you're trying to book? They ain't going to be in business long just like that nigga wouldn't. He was out of there. He was out of there. He was gone. Bullshit worse than stealing, man. If you're in business, you're in business. The phone got to be answered, man. I don't give a damn what business it is. A bitch that ain't answering that phone, you out of business. That's just what it is. Now, this world in a fucked up spot, man. You know, people just doing anything. You know, I, 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 I school starting back soon. See, I, I, I never been the father to just give away anything. You know, you gonna, you gotta work for it. You're going to have to work for it. That's the way I am. I'm not just giving you anything. You know, I'm going to help you. Yeah. But you're going to do the work. Because I don't need anything that suggests that this is, you know, all me. No. I help. This is all you. You did it. I don't take no credit for it. All I'm going to do is my job. And if I can see if I can help you in any kind of way, but I'm not going to be a crush to anybody, daughter, son, grandson, nobody. It's not my job to be a crush for you. And I just seen a story of a comedian, Michael Blaskin. He's from Africa. His son, over in America, he's stay in California. He was paying all his rent. He paid up his whole tuition. And all this time, he thinking, this man was doing it good in school. He wasn't going, and he was getting high. He was tricking Michael Blaskin. Because you know, as a comedian, you're constantly on the road, and you're talking to a person Yes, but you in and out the country, you over in Africa, you're back in the States, you're over here, and you're talking. So you assume everything going well. But it wasn't. He found out from the police department. The man was hanging on the back of the bus, of a school bus, like he worked it for the garbage company. They called the police on him. When the police got to the scene, they arrested him and took him downtown. After questioning him, they found out he was the son of the famous comedian, Michael Blasky. 
That's when that's when Michael Blackson found out, Blackson found out that he wasn't going to school. He was just getting high on drugs. They didn't know what he was high on. And then his kids, and then his kids' mother stepped up to play and finally told him this has been going on. She thought she can help him. She didn't want to tell him because she didn't want to cause this. And you just listen. That's bad parenting, man. You can't help this man that way. You can't. You have to be out front. You cannot help this man that way. You just hurt everything. You just possibly be derailed a legacy. Because you probably could have helped him in the beginning. And got him on track. Had you got him help. Because Michael Blessing, he, he, you know, he got connections. You probably could have helped that man from the jump. You let this shit linger it out. And you let that drug problem got so big on his back until it turned into a gorilla. And it wore him down. That's bad. That's bad parenting, man. She kept it from this man. And this man was paying all this money. And you just don't waste it. That's why I'm never just going to let you just do what you want to do. I ain't. I'm not. I'm not. I don't believe in privacy. Upon a certain age, there's no such thing as privacy in my household. I'm going to give you your space, privacy. No. If you're not timely and I'm knocking on that door, I'm coming in. You better be timely at the response of my knock. I don't believe in privacy. I believe in giving you your space. There's a difference. Everything has to line up. If I'm giving you, then then your life has to line up, be aligned with success principles. The principles of success, it has to be lined up. That means you have to be on time. That means you got to be good and good grace. That means you have to be responsible at home. That means that you have to show a level of intelligence. When it comes to your chores, when it comes to your choice of friends, how you respond to things. That's just it. It has to be aligned with the principles of success. Or I'm going to pull the curtain back on you. It's not happening. I'm going to put that to a smooth halt. It ain't happening. Soon as I see it ain't lining up, uh, I'm snatching the chain. I'm rolling that chain up and making it shorter. Uh Uh-oh. It ain't adding up. can't be too careful these days. Y'all seeing what's going on out here in this world. You got people just running around shooting up shit. You got people going into the public grabbing cucumbers and licking them. Opening an ice cream jar, licking it. 
and putting it back. You got ICE raiding farm plants, arresting 680 people, separating them from the kids. The kids should stand and stand. They don't know what what the kids supposed to do. If you at home and while your parents at work and you at home and now all of a sudden they come get you, who going to notify the kids? What they supposed to do? You know, this it's just all this going on. So therefore, you have to keep this shit aligned. If you don't and you just giving your shit away, then guess what? You contributing to the fucking problem. I'm not. Everything got to line up. Because everything do respect. Everything. Michael Blaskin's son was hanging on the back of a bus like he worked for the fucking garbage crumping. We don't know what the fuck he was howling. You can't just give them. Shit gotta be lined up. Bullshitting is worse than stealing. And I has been so many cases of it. We can't be that. We don't know what's going over there. Down south in Miami. With young Miami. The member of the city girls. She was shot at eight times, leaving the studio with an unborn child in her stomach. And no one seems to be at her. You know, she to me, it just don't seem like she's getting enough support. Not enough public support. We with you, young Miami. I hope you're okay. Prayers going out to you. No Twitter, anybody. The father of an unborn child, he haven't said a word. He spat with Kodak Black when he pulled a diss track while he was in jail. They went back and forth socially. But you ain't got a word to say right now. I don't know, man. Did you did you find out something that we don't know? Is that not your child? I mean, did you send somebody out of? Who knows? 808 Mafia. I don't get in spats on records with nobody. That's not my stilo. You can have that social media shit. Man, you ain't finna go back and forth on no social media. That ain't happening. Come talk to me. Come sit down with me. If you ain't trying to do that, fuck you. Something ain't right. I'm just putting it out there. This has been another episode of What's Happening. Y'all already know. I do a weekly podcast. Until the next time. I'm out.